You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio, only on The Culture. 
You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture Radio. Only on The Culture. You are listening to The Culture. Good morning. I understand we're online now. So, welcome to our little shop. <laughs> little Shop of Horrors was a famous uh, play on Broadway way back. This is the big shop of horrors. Anyway, welcome to Saturday. It's the 14th. We got through a Friday the 13th, but the world out there is more bizarre than Friday the 13th. Today's title, I didn't even have to think too much about it because I knew the president was going to make a speech, or the man who calls himself president, uh, and he wants to tell you about Operation Warp Speed, that he moves so fast you don't even know when he's picking your pocket. Anyway, so today's title is Warped Operations. Okay? Now to straighten out and fly right. Uh, it's a nice old tune. You could look it up on old jazz uh, radios. But anyway... We have uh, a new president that hopefully will not get knocked out by some stupid thing that this guy tries to do, short of a real coup, which he might be trying anyway. So we're here again and again. We have a treat for you. Alternate, Alter Ego is here with me. And let me let her do a little intro. She's got something she wants to say. And then we can get into her stuff and all the goodies that we have here. And the big word for you that I'll be repeating is you got about 23 days for anyone you know, any friends you have. The most important piece left to make Joe Biden be able to do anything in Washington is to uh, hamstring string, uh, Mitch McConnell a little with the Georgia election. you got about 23 days for registration. Uh, and I'll talk about it later, about who can register that may not have been registered but can vote in that thing. So let me throw it to my alter ego, and we'll see what she's got for you. Good morning. It's always so good to be here with your host. 
Um, my opening is just going to be a little bit of historical facts. Maybe it'll help people understand why 72 million people still voted for Trump. We gotta pay attention. I've brought this up before. I'm not sure how many people are listening. But I'm going to talk a little bit about the Ku Klux Klan, and I'm going to talk a little bit about the white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. When I first came to America as a child, the word wasp was used all the time. It's upper-class white American Protestants, usually of British descent. They dominate and continue to dominate American society, culture, and politics, a lot of it in the financial and philanthropic philanthropic fields, and of course the politics that we know. So please keep that in mind when people say things and don't understand who's controlling what, and you're just listening to a lot of these wealthy people lying to a, a, a large extent about things. So the KKK was founded in 1865. In five years, it was in every single southern state. And part of their reason for coming into being was, of course, to uh, make sure that blacks could never get political and economic equality. And so they used intimidation and violence, you know, throughout, I mean, even to today. Um, in Pulaski, Tennessee, in 1865, the first branch of the KKK was formed. And its grand leader was a Confederate general called Nathan Bedford Forrest. And in the 1920s, you had over 4 million people nationwide uh, that were members of the KKK. From 1867 on, they really went after blacks. They were also against Jews and Catholics. And part of the fact that Kennedy was murdered was the fact that he was a Catholic. They didn't want a Catholic president. was the first time. And, you know, you have to put some historical context around this. Of course, the issue with Cuba, all these other things. But they killed him just like they did with Martin Luther King and others who were trying to move the country in, in a more equal uh, direction. But the important thing that you have to know about the KKK, aside from all of the things that they have done and continue to do, is their influence in politics. Like I said to you earlier, the WASP, as they known, control a lot of the politics of financial wealth uh, and philanthropic organizations that they're always begging Congress to give them tax cuts. Why, I don't know our money is going to their organizations that pay them and other people and goes out of the country for the most part. When you had blacks, the couple of years of reconstruction that you had blacks that actually were able to become elected into several positions uh, of, of the government in their states and even the federal government, the Klan made sure that they actually burnt their schools and churches, killed seven of them, dragged them out of legislative offices, hung some of them. So it was very short-lived, their ability to actually participate in, um, in uh, politics. And then you had, of course, in South Carolina in 1861, you had 500 of the KKK. 
actually attacked the Union County Jail and lynched eight black prisoners. But what were the Klang's people able to do that still affects our uh, government and some of the things that you see taking place in terms of policies? They were able to elect uh, to the Supreme Court Hugo, Hugo Black, who was, by the way, a Klansman. Then you had uh, in the uh, Georgia, you had uh, a governor that was a Klansman. And then in Alabama, you had a governor who was also a Klans member. And by the way, these two states would make absolutely no move without making sure that they discuss policy with their clan members. So remember I've mentioned to you that when you have people in a lot of these courts, especially federal courts, the average time that they last is 53 years. And we're talking through the 70s and onward that we've had some of these cases of the politicians holding uh, positions. From 1976, you've had 10 states and 13 senators in nine states that were elected to uh, uh, governorships and senators. And of course, like I mentioned, Hugo Black, who became a Supreme Court Justice. And then the Alabama governor was David Bibb Graves. He was a grand cyclops. And the Georgia governor was Clifford Mitchell Walker, who was governor from 1923 to 1927. And you see today the fact that you have David Duke, you have the support of the Klans by Donald Trump and the Republican Party. Please, let's not forget the Republican Party has made sure that a lot of these individuals have credence, relevance, and the power that we're seeing and have seen in the past, I would say more than 20 years, but definitively under Donald Trump. Let me just say quickly, good morning to some of the people who've already checked in with us, Mel MB, Ronald Outlaw, my favorite outlaw, uh, Casey Keith, and uh, good morning to all of you and everybody else who's out there. Let me quickly say that people, whether they're educated or not, they're not stupid. They've heard history. They see what works on the streets before you got into a more open society and TV cameras in everybody's face. Basically, people understood that in the rural towns and the backward areas, you know, you didn't have everybody flying in and doing things. So they understood through history that famous little saying about might makes right. And uh, you want a catchy phrase. Uh, you want a cute costume. You want the KKK. WASP was an acronym coined for what those people generally consider to be part of their group, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. Again, that dates back to the King of England when he wanted to get rid of his bride and divorce her, and the Pope in uh, Europe wouldn't give him the divorce. He formed the Church of England. Uh, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with following any church or any religion you want, but the king formed it so that he could grant himself his own divorce, like a president who might think of pardoning himself from anything and everything from here into the future, okay? Think about it. These people who want to take power, they don't look to read the rules. They don't worry what's right for you. 
They are interested in what is best for them. And that means their children better duck also because their children aren't important. They may dress them nicely, take a family portrait, but they would kill them in a blink of an eye if it made things better for them. So the KKK and the rest of it, they did exactly what the mob or any other group throughout history was accused of. Strength through intimidation. They would make sure they burn a cross, wear their outfits. They wanted to get credit for what they did, who they shot, what they burnt down. Intimidation. It, throughout history, it has been used by mankind to make their point, take over, and make you listen to what they want. And it has taken courage of people in general to resist it, fight it. Lives have been lost. There are tons of stories. What we have to do is make sure we understand what freedom really means. As I said, freedom is a double-edged sword. For you to have real freedom, you've got to give it to everybody else. So when they're free, you're free. And when they, we learn to cooperate and at least have our own space and make rules that we all live by that are general, but in your house, paint it whatever color you want that makes you comfortable. But live like a human when you walk out that door with everybody else. So my alter ego has a bunch of things. She had a good intro. Uh, again, history will keep repeating itself. Donald Trump, 72 million people, uh, they're all arguing whether they're voting for him or Trumpism or whatever. What they're voting for is you still have in a big country, you got people who said, I don't need a big government. I don't want Big Brother watching me. I mean, on a simple level, they're all saying, I want to be able to do what the hell I want. If I want to pick my nose in public, I want to do it. It's a sad commentary on humanity, but humanity feels freedom is being able to take a leak in the street if they feel like it, okay? Damn the health consequences. I can't make it any more basic. So again, as I said, I want to keep reminding you, if you have any friends, relatives who live in Georgia or know people in Georgia, the only way we're going to get those two senators because Stacey Abrams and a whole bunch of organizations organized them. The Democrats ended up winning the state for the presidential electoral vote. The two Democrats, if we get them elected in the runoff, will mean Mitch McConnell doesn't have the majority in the Senate. And if you hear people saying, well, we need a Republican-controlled Senate to be a check on the president, anybody who says that to you, just say, we want to grant Joe Biden the same thing that Donald Trump had for his first two years. He had the presidency, and all of Congress was Republican. He didn't do shit with it except giving out a big tax cut to the wealthy, and that was permanent. The small tax cuts are disappearing. So there's that difference that nobody thinks about or talks to you. He then gave all the judges to Mitch McConnell for letting him do what he wanted. This big developer could have put one infrastructure bill in and slowly built a bridge, and he'd tell you, look what I'm doing. He didn't even do that. Because the thing you have to understand about Trump, he has blocked various programs. I believe my alter ego is going to mention a couple of them. Because any time that dollars went out of the U.S. Treasury, which I described months ago as his cookie jar, he wanted to make sure that he left as much money in there for him to divert 
the things that he got his piece of the action. I'm hoping they do the right investigations because they will see how he's been ripping us all off. But those are people who figure, yeah, I don't need anybody to tell me what to do. There's a lot of those in life. They forget that if it wasn't for people who put things together, built lights, built roadways, built cars, you wouldn't have the freedom you have. You wouldn't be able to go where you want or sit in your little cabin and roast your marshmallows with nobody bothering you. They want the same thing that we all want. They just don't recognize they're voting the wrong team who won't let them have it if they take over. Anyway, my alter ego will go from here. And you know, um, I'm going to start with my agenda items, but I do want to also uh, expand something that the hostess said. I want everyone that listens to this show and people that you know that you may talk to about this show, we do a lot of historical things that you can go research for yourself. I'm not giving you my opinion. I could give you a lot of opinion, trust me. But I do the historical facts because if you don't look at the history, especially of how things have developed in state and, 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 and local and federal governments in our courts, you're never going to understand anything and you're going to be willy-nilly all the time about the decisions that you make. Please look up WASP and what it meant. Look up the Anglo countries that they represent. It's not just England. You know anything about the Anglo wars and you understand what the Anglo-Saxon was, you need to go back and take a look. Uh, that's number one. You need to also understand, once again, how we talk about judges and, and appointments and what they mean and where they belong. And I get a lot of calls from people during local and state and federal elections. Who should I vote for? Oh, they have these amendments and these judges. And I'm always amazed that people will not even take the time and research. I have no problems giving the information. But it hurts me because it tells me that nobody bothers to pay attention at all. So let's talk about the Electoral College and the stealing of an election. I don't think anybody is paying attention because, again, I walk around with a small little book called The Constitution of the United States of America. It cost me, I believe it was $10 when I bought it. I've had it for years. Why do I do that? Because I always like to check what's being said by people getting in front of the TV and just throwing things out because they understand that most people have no clue what your constitution is and Americans definitely don't know. Foreigners know more about how your country operate, I'm a foreigner, than the ones that are living here. So the president, the presidential election, 74 or 77 million, I think, or, or, or whatever, I could be wrong, votes for Biden and 72 million votes for Trump. 77 million. Uh, 77 million, I was corrected, for, for Biden. Biden. It's scary to know that every time I look to the right or my left, 72 million Americans believe in Trump and the Republican Party and what they have done to destroy and continue to destroy the country. That's a scary thought, but it doesn't end there because you have an electoral college that still has to vote and certify who the president is going to be. Legally, 
they don't have to vote for the one who won the popular vote. They can vote any way they want. The majority of states in America today, and this is the brilliance of the Republican Party and the Tea Party. I wish the Democratic Party would learn this. They started at the local and state governments and they grabbed that power. Then they moved to the federal government. So they locked in all the states. You got the majority of states are led by Republican governors. They have to pick the electorates who will then vote and submit for the vice president and for the president of the United States who should be the president. And we had that situation in 2016 with Hillary where a couple of electorates actually gave the vote to Trump and not Hillary. So he already has experience with this. All you have to do, people, is go to Article 2, Section <coughs> 1 of the Constitution and the 12th Amendment. Please read it and understand that I cannot jump for joy right now at the, at the win that Biden and Harris have because I understand how nasty and how deep the Republican Party will go to retain power and come up with whatever they can to take it away from him, just like they did with voter suppression. Notice how they're lying about the votes weren't counted, but who, people remember, who was the one who slowed the mail down, who took mail sorting machines out of the post office, who got rid of mailboxes without anybody knowing? I mean, it wasn't the Democratic Party, it was Donald Trump and his party. So when you talk about you know, unfair and, and, and stealing of election, he's projecting what him and his party does all the time. So please take some time, go to your constitution. You can go online for those who don't like to go to libraries. I like libraries. I like reading a book. I don't necessarily want to go online, but it's right there. Read what the steps are for officially confirming a president in this country and you have Donald Trump and a Republican Party that really don't care about laws. I want to make sure that I don't skip anybody. A couple of our regulars, again, who make comments and call in and listen. And that's what it's all about. Again, we're not just giving our opinions. Uh, when I started this, I said AE stands for Alan Epstein. My name equals more clarity. I say it's got to be fact or I don't say it. I can tell you what I think sometimes, but generally I'm giving you pure fact. So Paul and Lisa have joined us also, and I'm happy to have them on. I recognize a lot of our people tune in because we post a podcast when they get time. So to all of you who read it when I'm not live, good morning to you wherever you are. Just keep on listening and understanding what's good for us and what's happening to us. I want to do one little correction because I always do, I know what the topics are. Uh, my alter ego tells me what she's going to be speaking about. We discuss this stuff. This is how we've lived our lives. We like to discuss items, understand them. Knowledge is no good if you don't get it out and say, you know, I just read this passage in the Bible. What do you think it means? I just read this book. He says, blah, blah. Do you agree with that? Or what do you think he's getting at? So the interaction between people discussing items and things, looking up what's been done on it. So I'm going to add a little piece. I found out that in July of this year, 2020, 
the Supreme Court, SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States, issued a, a, a ruling or decision. Because we've had all this crap over the years where the original law, as Alter Ego said, does not say that an elector has to vote for the group who sent him there. You know, that if he represents a Democratic voting bloc or a Republican voting bloc. Uh, in the old days, there were people who got bought off for their vote. So anyway, in July of 2020, the Supreme Court said that it is constitutional for states to pass laws for electors to follow what they were set up for, meaning that if you've selected the electors, because they have to be picked, and it's Democrat or Republicans, and they're there to represent a block of votes from that party or that group, you can pass a law that says that's what they have to do. They can't vote because they don't like how we voted, even if we sent them there to vote for us. There are over 30 states who have passed such laws. So out of the 50, you've got almost two-thirds of them have passed laws saying the electors better do it, small fines, whatever, I guess they can draw in court of them. But technically, SCOTUS gave the ruling. As SCOTUS said, and recently, which is driving the president nuts, they're not going to be the scapegoat and do what he can't get Congress to do. They don't make laws because he keeps trying to remind you he's getting rid of Obamacare. Everybody doesn't recognize that the majority of the country has been programmed to think Obamacare is some medical plan that Obama runs. It's the Affordable Care Act. The Republicans did not want to call it Affordable Care Act because they'd be repeating the word affordable every time they said it. Even if they said ACA, you'd know what it stood for. So they labeled it Obamacare. Do you know how many voters and United States citizens think they're two different things? There is no Obamacare. There's an Affordable Care Act that Obama got passed that helps people with their health care coverage, period. That's what they will take away from you. They will not take away Obamacare. You're not, you can't buy Obamacare. There is no such plan. So anybody you know whoever says that, tell them there is no Obamacare. There's the Affordable Care Act, period. If you keep repeating that, maybe they'll get the point. Obama even starts using it because he's proud that he got it done. So anyway, over 30 plus states have already passed laws that say these electors cannot vote for a different party than the group that sent them there to vote for them. So that will control almost two thirds of them voting without looking at all the states and where the votes are. That's a safety feature till we get rid of the electoral college. So anyway, a little update when I was running through and doing some research. And for everybody who heard Donald Trump declare that Africa was a country full of s-holes, okay? If you believe in DNA or the Bible, that's the birthplace of all of us. If you really look back, if you want to find where your roots come from, and I'm not talking about roots, the book. I'm talking about roots, where did we grow out of? So science or the Bible leads us right back to West Central Africa. That's where we started. That's where we grew out of. 
We all just changed for various reasons along the way. Honor your ancestry, if you can't think of any other better way of looking at it. Something I came across that just caught my attention. With everybody in the world doing research on COVID and the rest of it, for treatments, for tests, for this, for that, they have come up with, in Africa, made in Africa, a $1 test kit that will rapidly, almost like a pregnancy test, that you pee on a strip and you watch it turn color, they've come up with a $1 kit made in Africa that you can test if you have COVID or not. They're my ancestors. They're your ancestors. I'm happy to know that we got our brains from someplace. So anyway, those assholes have come up with one of the cheapest tests I've read about so far for COVID. So let me throw it back to my alter ego. I'll throw some other things in later. But again, if I didn't say Paul, Lisa, the rest of you, all of you, it's always a pleasure to hear from you. And just to, and the second thing I'm going to talk about is the splintering of the Democratic Party, but I want to add to what the host was saying. 72 million people voted against the benefits that they enjoy today, mostly in the South, Midwestern states. It's hilarious to me because they won't take the time to go and read uh, and understand that the Affordable Health Care Act Western was passed states. under... Obamacare. I mean, under the, the, the presidency of Obama. So it's not Obamacare, it's the Affordable Health Care Act, which is sitting, by the way, at the Supreme Court level. And we have to pray and hope that the Supreme Court does not overturn the Affordable Health Care Act, people. 72 million Americans, you voted for Donald Trump. And then 77 million Americans, you voted for Biden, but you didn't vote up and down the ticket. You didn't give Biden what he needed. So I have to question and ask myself, what went wrong here in the messaging? We sit here in this podcast and we bring up all of the things that are taking place that are going to hurt communities, your family, my family, anybody that has an elderly parent or, 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 or an elderly family member or somebody who has Alzheimer's like I do taking care uh, uh, of an aunt who's 80 with Alzheimer's and cancer and can't get support, financial or otherwise, you have to understand what these programs do. Stop trying to take it away without understanding what they are. So I want to talk a little Before bit Before she does, I want to remind you one thing. Most people don't like reading a lot and spending too much time looking at a lot of words. The Constitution is the first section is called the preamble. It's 50 words or less. Read the preamble to the Constitution. You could Google it and find it easily. That, as far as I'm concerned, is a mission statement for America. If we follow just the words in the preamble and apply them freely, liberally, and fairly, I don't even need to read the rest of it. It won't even come up. Casey Keith, the record turnout of the vote was inspiring. Trump doesn't want to go to jail. Absolutely not, he doesn't want to go to jail. But more importantly, the entire Republican Party is compromised. He's got a lot of information that is going to hurt them. Mel B, thank you for sharing facts. Thank you for the compliment. And Lisa, of course, we love you. Good morning, beautiful people. Paul Garcia, good morning to you, too. Um, let's talk about 
the splintering of the, the Democratic Party. Why do I say this? The host and I are constantly having these conversations because what I love about him is he's hopeful and positive. He believes that America is going to do the right thing. I, on the other hand, look at things from a very clinical perspective, logical, uh, and don't get excited about things until they actually happen. I do believe in, and I do have hope, but I hate the Republican Party that's here and has been here for quite a while, and I detest Donald Trump. But one thing I will say about them, messaging, messaging, messaging is everything. Perception, right or wrong, is everything. And they obviously go to meetings every day and decide this is going to be the talking points, and nobody, nobody veers off of that. So we won the election. We didn't get as many Democrats as I feel should have been out there and talking to people about the things that we have lost under Donald Trump, what's in the budget, what we're missing, what's hurting our communities. The majority of the talking points was COVID and whether this man is crazy or not. Donald Trump is not crazy. He doesn't have Alzheimer's. What he is is a tactician. He is brilliant in, in, in connecting and using people to get what he wants. So I don't want AOC out there making demands of, of, of Biden where Bernie Sanders is concerned. She doesn't have a right to do that. She needs to learn the process and she needs to work to collaborate to get things done. You cannot have 400 plus members of Congress and 100 members of the Senate and think that you can just do whatever the hell you want. Everybody has a different thought. They represent different parts of the country, different communities. So you're not going to get necessarily everybody on the same page when you're a Democrat. For whatever reason, Democrats are like the party of the 60s. We smoked marijuana. We took our bras off. We still have this kumbaya attitude, and we don't all necessarily think the same way. We need, as a party, more than ever to stick together and make sure we work to a vision to the future and take the steps to get as much as we can get. That's why I, I, I feel, Democratic Party, please rein yourself back in and start planning, not splintering the party. Hi, Lisa. Uh, Michigan's GOP legislative body took the powers away from Governor Whitmer. That's right. We've had Trump here with a super spreader event five times in a month. That's true. People are running around without their mask on. The Republicans are killing us literally. But you know what, Lisa? We are killing ourselves also. New York, New Jersey are getting ready to go or starting not a shutdown, but curfews. It's spreading everywhere. Here in Florida, when we walk around, we have our mask. Nobody has their mask on. And I don't understand what it would take for people to just do the right thing. It's just a mask. You can still go out, get in your car, go to dinner, all these things. But why is it so hard for people to, to just do it right? Let me just say, so we get this really put down. Lisa, what you were talking about, 
There's a history behind what's going on. In 2010, or before 2010, census was taken. Every 10 years, we take a census. We have one now that's sitting in Washington that Donald is playing with, and wait till you see what he does with the numbers before he leaves office. But the bottom line is the Republicans had someone come to them because they do work in concert. They understand if they work together, they can get their agenda moving forward. Instead of one splintering here and saying, well, I want everybody to have a chicken. I want everybody to have tuna. You can do that after you pass fair legislation. You don't have to put that up front because then everybody's going to say, oh, they're going to try and give you socialism. And they'll put AOC's picture up, a Bernie's picture up, and try and smear the whole party with that. How about if I put up Adolf Hitler's picture and I say every Republican is an Adolf Hitler? If I do it enough, people will believe it. But you don't need to do that. You need to be smart. You need to work together in Congress. So in 2010, when they got the numbers to work in their favor, this guy who took, I think it was $20 million from the Republicans back then to get more people in the legislatures in the states where the laws make things happen, suppress voters and everything else, where they give out the actual money after it comes out of our pockets, goes to the Treasury and feeds back. This is a life cycle, folks. You've got to understand how the game is played. That's what you need to do. And then when you get it under control, you can serve whatever the hell you want. Tuna fish, hot dogs, it won't matter. You'll be free to do it. Like I said, you want the simple version? Read the preamble to our Constitution. So, Lisa, you're right. But the things that medical science will never be able to inoculate us against and make us immune to is stupidity and arrogance. So you get these people who want to run around because they're part of a mob. They feel like they're part of a movement. Whether you're AOC or you're a WASP or you're Donald Trump, doesn't matter. It's a movement. You feel great. You're part of something. Most humans need to have this feeling of belonging. So I would take my camera and I'd just take pictures of the ones without the mask and if they say, oh, why are you taking my picture? I said, well, you're out in public and I want to follow it so when I see your obituary, I'll know that that was another one who was not inoculated against stupidity. Don't say it to their face. They might want to fight with you. But I hate to say it. You'll thin the herd out of the people who are too stupid to protect their own life. It's that simple. So Lisa, sometimes we can't tell people to do what's good for themselves we don't like to take medicine. I like to live. I've been talking about the mask from when it started. I knew it was the only thing that guarantees me some safety till we get something else. And even the vaccines, you can read up on those. They may not totally prevent it, and then you've got to inoculate enough people. We have a long slog. Thanksgiving, I'll talk about that later at the end and try and wrap it up. But Thanksgiving... I'm going to thank God that I'm alive when I get to Thanksgiving and eat with four to six people at the most around a big table in a large room, period. Anybody else I can't see, I tell them next year we're going to have a big celebration. Hopefully we'll be past most of this with a better administration at that point. Uh, Bill Manier, mm, actually they do. All of the state laws that require them to do so were in effect when the election was held. Those laws can be changed for this election now. I'm not sure, Bill, exactly what we're...
talking about? The Electoral College. Well, the Electoral College, well, not all of the state laws require that. Um, 30, I believe, 30 states have enacted it, but not every one of them. The ruling, again, Bill, was from the... Supreme Court. Supreme Court. They didn't pass legislation. Yes. Because that's not what they do. And interestingly enough, they're even telling Trump that's not what they do. So the bottom line is some states have passed some adjustments to their legislation after this. Hopefully all of them. It's like any other thing when the states get time to put the proper words in the proper place. But thank you, Bill. Okay, let's talk about the Georgia special elections for the Senate. I'm working with various individuals to try to help raise funding and get out the vote. Uh, I want to put the pictures up of the individuals that are running. Uh, Reverend Warnock and John Ossoff are the individuals that are running uh, for the Senate. I want you guys to know, for those of you who are religious, uh, you're getting a reverend who has worked and it comes out of the Martin Luther King Church, uh, who because of what they did gave us the civil rights that we know of today. And John Ossoff is a young man, Democrat, very progressive, trying to do the right thing for people not only of his states but all over the country. Uh, please donate uh, because there's not enough money for the advertisement that needs to be done. The Republican Party is dropping $50 million to get these two seats. That's a lot of money, people. You know what you're going to get on TV. Negative ads, lies all the time. Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, all these assholes are going to come out with what, everything they got and, 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 and stuff on the Internet. Let me remind you that $50 million is a drop-in-the-bucket investment because if we don't even out the score in the Senate, Mitch McConnell will have power over our budget. That's billions to trillions. So if you want Biden to be effective, he needs to have a majority in the Senate. Mitch McConnell goes away. He will not be the leader of the Senate. But why is it important? I always like to talk about why it's important that you vote for someone. Everybody should know what the SNAP program is, the Supplemental Nutritional Assistance Program. used to be called the food stamp program implemented under Lyndon B. Johnson in 1964 for low-income individuals and families uh, to make sure that they had nutrition, food availability in their homes. It was mostly really when it was implemented to kind of uh, uh, give people in, in southern states and midwestern states and very small uh, counties, uh, the ability to be able to survive. A lot of low-income people actually are workers. We used to work with Habitat for Humanity in New Jersey, and we worked with low-income working families at the time, helping them to get a home. These people paid taxes. They didn't make tons of money, but they were trying to keep their families together. I actually don't understand why when people think of low-income, they think of them as garbage and people living out on the street. That is not true. Frankly speaking, if you make anywhere between $7 an hour, and if you're lucky, 13 or 14, you're low income. 
okay? But you're working. You're trying to take care of yourself and your family. You're being responsible, but you're probably below the poverty line. And that's why you see the push from minimum wage to be at least 13 to $15 an hour. Of our population in the U.S. in 2018, 40 million people participate in the SNAP program. Think about it. 40 million people. 70% of them are families with children, and more than a quarter of them have seniors living with them and are adults or children with disabilities. So what has the Trump administration proposed if Mitch McConnell gets his ass back in there? Reducing the program even more, making it a block grant and having the states and local cities or counties actually administer the program. Today, today, even though it's funded by the federal government, states and local governments still have to come up with the money to administer the program, and they also have to come up with the money to subsidize the program because you have to be literally living in the streets to get $71.64 a month in, in food uh, food stamps, snack, snap benefits. You have to meet working criteria. You have to do all these things. It's not automatic, people. And I have no problem helping people who are trying to help themselves. I don't want somebody hitting me on my head because they are hungry or because their families are living in a car and they don't have anything and they're desperate to survive. So that's one of the things you have to think about, the SNAP program the housing program that he's already cut the funding. He literally wants to raise the rent on 4 million low-income workers. Think about it. Raise the rent on 4 million low-income workers, and they want to make sure that they take over some of these properties. So a lot of them are going to end up not being in the program. If you have friends, if you're even your kids, if you have family members, who have to survive through some of these programs, this is the reason why you want to make sure anybody you know in Georgia gets out and vote. It's Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. And even though I don't live in Georgia, I'm donating, I'm helping trying to get the votes out. I would hope that all of you will. We have published and will publish the uh, website, uh, fearfight.com, where you can donate money so that we can actually get some of advertisements out They've already there. put restrictions that you can't go in Georgia to do certain things unless you live there or are a citizen of Georgia because they know that a lot of people who understand what this means want to come down and make sure people are out there and voting and get what they deserve. This all boils down to economics. We end up paying more if we have people dying in the streets to even pick them up and bury them. We don't have to... <clears throat> we don't have to give out welfare if we pay people who are willing to work a minimum wage that's enough to live on. When Donald Trump won't give and wants to cut these programs that feed people, as I've said before, the most important asset we have in any country are young people, children. If we don't feed them right, we end up with them going in prisons instead of developing their minds and giving us the benefit of what they can do. So, 
when he cuts that program and raises the rents that they already can't afford, what's going to happen is the buildings won't be filled. They'll be on the chopping block. And again, they'll give Jared a loan out of our money that sits in the U.S. Treasury through FHA and others as they gave him an $800 million loan in this past year to buy up these apartment buildings that he can then rent them and earn money on, and it's he's using our money. And remember, if your family was starving, you left school to go take a job shining shoes to put money in the kitty. And like a good American, you paid your taxes, and it goes up to Washington the piece. And then they don't want to give it back because you're starving, and they're going to give somebody who's in charge, think of when they're going to dole it out and the rest of it. We can make this simpler. Let's get past Georgia. Let's get Biden in. We're going to be talking about programs where we can get things working right, period. So Lisa, uh, Mitch McConnell said there was no need for a large stimulus because the economy is on the upswing. Yeah, that's right. It's on the upswing for him, wealthy corporations, wealthy individuals. And Elaine Chow, his wife. And, and Elaine Chow, who, uh, the Chinese part of her, they're getting all of these wonderful contracts and making sure that union workers who actually uh, are, are running these trucks between states, they're getting chopped because she's decided she's going to do something else. So I agree. But Lisa, here's where I always say, where are the protesters? Where are we making sure that we make a stink about what's going on? Mel B, how can the archaic electoral college be abolished? It's in the Constitution, Mel. Anytime you want to make a change or you want to add an amendment to the Constitution, you need the majority, three-quarter of the 50 states that we have in the U.S. You need them to vote for that change. You know how many years it took for the Women's Voting Rights Act to pass in the 19th Amendment? It's not something that happens overnight. You've got to start grassroots and build it and build it state by state, get the bill at the federal level, and then get the states to start voting for it. Could take another 50 years before that happens. Mel, there's a real simple answer for now, with that or anything. As they said, sunshine is one of the best disinfectants on the planet. We, we have the ability to see these things, report on them, take pictures of them, make sure these people know you're watching and we're going to talk about what they're doing. That is the best we can do, because otherwise, my alter ego's right. It takes a, an amendment, which takes a lot of crap and a lot of people. Uh, thank you, Mel B. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Initiated Head Start. And Head Start is a fantastic program, by the way. Absolutely. Lisa, why doesn't Nancy Pelosi talk about it more? Why doesn't she get on television? I don't get the Democrats. I think they could be a lot stronger and brazen. Let me just say this, Lisa. Why don't every Democrat, House and Senate Democrat, go out and say these things? Nancy Pelosi was out there speaking about, you know, the, 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 the various funding and, and, and relief and stimulus packages that she and the and Democrats put together that Mitch McConnell blocked. Nobody's listening, obviously. Everybody only listens to the big, you know, blow heart and the Republican Party, and they disregard what the Democrats are doing. I believe every damn Democrat, AOC, 
should be out there talking about these things, educating people. Don't get on TV and splinter the party and talk about your damn colleagues, the Republicans. They're not your colleagues. They don't call you colleagues. They call you socialists. They call you traitors. They, they call you stupid. They call you stupid because you're not fighting. But every Democrats need to stop, stop and confront these people. Casey Keith, thank you for donating to uh, 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 the uh, 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 the two special elections uh, in Georgia. Mo 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 much appreciated. Get your items. We're short on time. Okay, that's fine. Uh, okay, I wanted to talk about black women demands and black men voting for Trump. 22% uh, of black men voted for Trump. I will never understand why, obviously, they don't understand history or they feel that they'll be equal to white men by being forceful and demanding and controlling their women and their com communities. Otherwise, if you're not looking at the fact that black women are marching trying to protect black men and their black sons, something is wrong here. Um, Ice Cube and 50 Cent, he only went on TV to encourage black men to vote for Trump because he wants to protect his millions from being taxed. How disgusting is that? It is the black community that keeps these assholes with all this money. And do they go back to the black community and build housing, make sure the streets and schools are out there? I got to commend Pitbull. I love Pitbull. He's a Latin singer. Why? He's got schools out there. He invests in people. And by the way, there are a lot of other black athletes and, and performers who do the same. But when you're listening to a 50 Cent and you're listening to Little Wayne and you're listening to Kanye West, why are you doing that when the man, Trump, has no problems telling every police department in the U.S. to shoot you down, to kill you? It's telling every KKK and Nazi member, it's okay what you're doing, you know? It's fair game. And you believe that this man is doing something for whom? Please write and tell us, what has Trump done for you? If you're not rich and wealthy, I don't think much of anything. As a tax advisor, let me say to any of these wealthy black stars who think they're voting for Trump to keep money in their pocket, do what the wealthy white stars do and other ones. Set up your foundation, put your donations in it, let it help rebuild your neighborhoods and your friends and the people who you supposedly care about. Otherwise, the people should all write you letters and say, I'm not going to buy your records till you set up a foundation that remembers where you came from and who buys your stuff. That's what an activist is. It's not an AOC. It's not someone who shouts from the rooftops. It's someone who knows what reality is and knows how to tell these people that, you know what? I'm not buying your goddamn records because you don't do anything for us. Period. Absolutely. That's I mean, free advice from a tax advisor. 33% of Latinos voted for Trump mostly Cubans and Mexicans Venezuelans. and Venezuelans. 56% uh, of white women, it went up, voted for Trump. Obviously, what can I say? You like a misogynist. You like men taking away your rights to decide what to do with your body. You like them taking away, or eventually, 
your right to vote. You like all these things because it makes no sense that you take a Republican Party. Again, it's not Donald Trump. It's the entire Republican Party. Started with the Tea Party when they wanted to impose and take away certain rights of women in 